Welcome to Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast. I'm your host, Philip, and I'm here with my co-partner, Nave. Each pod, we play through a cooperative experience and relay to you, the listener, if this game is the creme de low creme of co-op or something better off playing solo. Hey, Nave. I'm doing bad. I'm doing worse than last. We recorded a couple days ago. Okay. We actually have a guest on the pod, Nave. <laughs> hello. Yes. Yeah, it, how are you his doing? childhood friend, JP. Say hello. You're not going to ask me how I'm doing? How are you doing? Doing good. How about yourself? Pretty good. How are you doing, Nave? This is great radio. This is what everyone <laughs> loves to hear. Just the pleasantries of the beginning. It, yeah. Just pretend we haven't been talking for a while at this point. And this is us just now. You open up the door and you're like, what are you doing in my house type stuff? Oh, okay, well, God oh. damn it. I forgot to mute my fucking computer again. All right, Nave. I see you are itching to talk about something. So tell me what's making you so itchy. Uh, it's, uh, mostly sickness. I don't know. I probably have COVID for the fifth time, but I'm not going to check because boy, howdy do I need money. So I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna rock it. I was sick a couple of days ago. Whenever we recorded, we we recorded, uh, two episodes really close together this time. And, uh, I was pretty good on the mute button whenever I'd start coughing, but now I'm starting to get that raspiness. You know what I mean? You feel on the rasp? Yeah. It's not great. I, uh, last week at work. I was uh, I was doing a COVID swab on this lady's kid, and they had both checked in, so I had to do it to both of them. So I do her kid and everything, and whatever a kid cries, they always fucking do. And then, <laughs> okay. uh, yeah. great bedside. And then I'm I'm, uh, I'm swabbing her right, and you COVID swab. Everybody's had one. Goes up your fucking nose. Uh, so I'm standing off to the side because I've been sneezed on before, right? So I'm fucking swabbing her. This chick fucking turns looks directly at me sneezes me straight in the neck dude <laughs> so, so thanks lady appreciate it i do that to like, my dog all the time she's always like where i least expect her to be and so i'm like oh god i gotta sneeze and i just panic and sneeze directly to my oh, right i thought it was she's right there and i'm just like, like, oh, like oh i'm gonna sneeze and you like look for your dog <laughs> yeah. with a, a glob of goblin or globin right on her back running around the house trying to yeah. hold in the sneeze until you find her she'll lick herself she'll clean herself up it's to the point where she can tell she like she says she senses my demeanor change and she leaves she just goes away <laughs> not again so we yeah. are a video game podcast and we're gonna be talking about warhammer 40k dark tide but before we get there, let's just check in with what games we've been playing. Uh, we're recording this episode like three days after the last one. So I've only continued to play Cyberpunk. Nothing to report in new, uh, except I'm starting to enjoy the game more. I hit one of those points, Nate, where you're talking about where Mr. Japan says, uh, go do something else for a day and I'll call you. And so yeah. I just started doing other things. And this is starting to be a lot funner than where just I was waiting. just mainlining the story. Yeah, well, I mean, the game definitely is built around that, especially if you have Phantom Liberty, which, I mean, I'm pl- I am literally, I, it's still pulled up on my Xbox right now. It's what I was doing before we started recording. And, like, a lot of the stuff is just like, hey, call me in four hours. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to go do Judy's stuff. And on the way to Judy's thing, uh, Pan Am calls me, and I'm like, oh, wait, I got to go talk to Pan Am, actually. I'm going to go do that. And so the game really does it easily juggle the game, uh, all of the storylines like that. Yeah, uh, Na- or not Nave, JP, whichever one you are. 
I, I know you own the game, right? Because mm-hmm. I always see that bright ass yellow case on your little bedside table in your room whenever I have to be in there. Uh, you a cyberpunk fan or did you feel that you were a, are you an early adopter? So which one were you? So I remember cyberpunk like uh, like years and years ago, the original like footage they were showing and it was like a completely different game. And then uh, so I was like super stoked for it. So I was one of the people that like pre-ordered it and shit. I was like, I was like no, I was like, no, don't worry, guys. They're, they keep delaying it. It's only going to be a more polished game, right? Yeah, like a, like a fucking battered housewife. <laughs> just, just no, it's actually my fault. But uh, yeah, so uh, I bought the shit, uh, played it, you know, and then uh, denied that it sucked until I finished it. And then I was like, all right, yeah, that was fucked. Uh, I haven't picked it up again since. But I hear now that it's like an actual game and it's fun. Yeah, I think last week I was overly critical with the glitches. The, uh, there's still glitches, but I'm I'm enjoying my playthrough with it. I know yeah. I brought up a lot of complaints, but despite the complaints, like a uh, red jumpsuit apparatus song, I'm ready to be heard again. Is that a song by Red Dot Jumpsuit? I only know the one. They did Face Down. That's the only one. Yeah, so the, Yu-Gi- of- the song about Yu-Gi-Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> so a little bit of an aside, but how do you guys feel about like them getting these like mainstream actors and shit to be in video games look they nailed it when they put megan fox in mortal Kombat, and oh once my again God. You were, <laughs> you yano reeves out there being um kk in my head i don't remember his johnny Silverhands. like yeah and, good old kkk and, yeah but uh i'm fine with it but it's also weird because it's like it's a way to show great graphical fidelity though because the second you start the johnny Silverhands bit when you get the thing that happens to you in the prologue happens to you. Uh, I'm like, oh, I was even talking to Jane. I'm like, I think Keanu Reeves is supposed to show up at some point. And then instantly you look in the mirror and it's like, you are Keanu Reeves. And like, it's, <laughs> it's obviously Keanu Reeves. Like the, the cyberpunk's a beautiful game, especially on like the series and X and everything. So I think it's a great way to show off how the art design can go with realism and kind of all come together. But besides that, I don't really care about actors. I think it's interesting, especially because the Phantom Liberty, the Phantom Liberty DLC has Idris Elba, Elba in it, and I started playing. I was playing this game. I'm just streaming it for people, and someone was like, "Is that Idris Elba?" And I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> and then, like, maybe 15 minutes later, they're like, "Is that Keanu Reeves?" And I'm like, "Do you not know anything about this fucking game? Yeah, What's going on?" Well, I'm trying to think of other games that do this now, but I, you know, uh, well, Wrecker Howard was in uh, what was it, Observer? It was like a weird I didn't play that. Cyber- oh, fuck, man. It was <laughs> kind of a Blade Runner-esque. Oh, As Dusk Falls. I think that had actors in it. I don't know. Uh, well, I, think- I doubt <laughs> it. As Dusk Falls? And- I doubt <laughs> it with that one. I don't know why. No, because I'm pretty sure like one of the dad was like a, an actor that mattered. Or not mattered, but I've seen him in other stuff. So I don't really mind them using these like big actors and stuff, but I think they're... I don't really give a shit of them using their likeness to show off like how pretty the game is. It's like, that's awesome and everything, but it's like, how much did that cost? And like, you know, is how there, much development time? Yeah, spend like, on is, there, hair? is there a trade off between like how much we're spending here? And like, maybe we could get that money shifted over somewhere else, you know, maybe make the game a little, you know, a little more polished or something. Fuck, when, I don't know. This does wrap around into a game that I've been playing recently, which is also a game that I bought. Uh, I, 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 
I folded on Alan Wake 2. I ended up Dude, buying it. I saw that. I saw. I looked at my friends and saw you playing Alan 2, and I'm like, Nave, that dumb bitch. What are you doing? <laughs> you better not have been like, oh, I bought the big money Microsoft edition too, so it comes with my own novel that I have to write whenever I play the game. Yeah, and then it's like it's like the tablet game. You know what I'm talking about? The you draw, the you play draw tablet or whatever. Am I the only one that? Okay, it doesn't matter. Uh, no, but uh, I <laughs> no, I, I I spent my Microsoft Rewards money. I have uh, almost no it. more. I have almost oh no more. Oh my god! I thought you were gonna buy another Series X with all your Microsoft Rewards. Yeah, and then pawn it right away so that I could pay my electricity bill. I am broke right now. I'm broke as fuck I, right yeah, now. I see the lights are out. Yeah, see, you're trying to conserve power. <laughs> yeah, I'm conserving power. Like, it's insane. Um, eating a lot of noodles. But uh, so I've been playing Alan Wake 2. And look at that clip right there. The clip, uh, the clip, the uh, the game itself has a lot of actors in it. And there are some recurring actors. Like, the the main character from Quantum Break is in this game as a cameo character. But uh, I, I made a Twitch clip. I'll, I put it on our uh, Instagram also for people who want to go watch it doesn't spoil anything. It's literally like the first like twenty seconds of the game, but uh, Phil is watching it. Yeah, they seem to be doing the control thing a lot with the giant text. Yes, we well, already got that past the funny part. Anyway, Sam Lake, the oh, guy who played the uh, Max Payne. Yeah, in the very first couple seconds of the game, there was an immediate bug where the guy's coffee cup phased through his yeah. hand. It's weird they made that a physics object that he could drop. Makes me wonder he's supposed to drop it in a later scene. Oh, no. If you look closely, it's not a physics object. It's still being tracked by his hand on the ground. It's like following him over to the spot. (laughs) It's very silly looking. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's got got its hooks in me, uh, but I desperately want to. Uh, yeah, you get you get your flashlight right away, and it's. I'm not going to spoil anything. I really think people should play Alan Wake Two, and you don't. I don't think you need to play Alan Wake One, but if you have played the first one, which was remastered, it's like thirty bucks, uh, even not, not on sale. I think maybe it's forty bucks. I don't know, but um, there's a lot of things that you'll recognize. Like it's the same town, the same diner. One little Easter egg I saw. I, again, guys, I'm not spoiling this because this literally just came out, but um. You walk up to the jukebox, and in the original game, there's an achievement for playing the song "Put the Lime in the Coconut" it all <laughs> yeah, on okay. the jukebox. You got to play it twice. Well, there's a note on the jukebox saying the jukebox is out of order, and they're also pissed off because people kept playing the coconut song and they're tired of hearing it. <laughs> <laughs> and That's I forgot cool. all of, I forgot all about that achievement, but reading that like unlocked a memory. I'm like, wait a minute, <laughs> like trying to remember. So the, the only game thing is I really remember cool. about the first one was playing the American Nightmare expansion or DLC where you go yeah. through like the movies and stuff where you yeah, go into like the film. The... <laughs> Try not to cough loud. Uh, but yeah, that's like the standalone DLC. Um, yeah, that one was really good. I don't know. I wanted to play Alan Wake 1, but I managed to snuck up on me. Like this, the last like couple weeks really snuck up on me. Because I wanted to beat Phantom Liberty, and I want to beat the Resident Evil 4 DLC, and I still want to beat Lies of P. Haven't accomplished you any haven't of those things. Haven't given up on Lies of P yet. I have not, but this game is like making me pretty angry. Like I was it talking has about an easy mode. Oh. <laughs> Does Just it? turn the easy mode on. I think there's a, a narrative mode if you want to play that. Well, I'm almost I'm, done. I'm like on the home stretch. Um, <laughs> the the problems with the game is that like. I don't know. I I would consider myself pretty fucking good at Souls-like games at this point. I mean, I never played uh, Sekiro or anything, but I 
have a lot of issues with this game, and I've realized that a lot of people have the same issues. Like there are issues. I think I don't remember what I brought up last week, but there are issues with the camera. There are issues with lock on, and then the same button to lock on is also the button that centers the camera, like Z targeting. You know, in, yeah. in Zelda, it's fucking obnoxious. But uh, one of my biggest issues, which I couldn't articulate before, but now I can, is that your character has no poise. If you're familiar with Dark Souls. Um, literally, you will get hit by something like a tiny little attack that does three damage to you, and it will stagger you out of a heavy attack. And like, there's nothing you could do. Uh, but I have okay. like, I have like a three ton wrench, and I hit a, a teenage girl with it, and she just continues <laughs> through with her attacks. It doesn't fucking matter. And it's like the most bizarre thing. And it's even worse when the when the game starts throwing a lot of small, fast enemies at you. Where you, if you're a strength user, good fucking luck, dude. Like it's like you, like I literally just buy a bunch of like throwable items now. I just throw them at my feet. I'm just like desperately trying to, to wipe out some of the enemies so that I can swing my fucking weapon. And it's going back around to like. I'm dying to the mobs over and over again. Like, I'm dying to random fuckers, and then I get to a boss, and I beat him first try with, like, five healing flasks left over. And I'm just like, what is the balance of this game? Where I'm getting, like, pancaked and fucking stunlocked by random dudes, and then, or, like, another thing that happens a lot is, like, you'll get put in a corner, like, someone will hit you, and when you get hit, they push you really hard. And they could push you into a corner or a wall. And then the camera goes into your body and you have no fucking idea where you're at anymore. Like you don't know which way you can go, which way you can't. The only thing you can see is like the inside of the character model of the enemy, right? You're like, I, I'm dead. It happens so many times. Like I, I die so many times to that. And I don't know, man. But it's good. Like that's the other thing is that I'm having fun like a little bit. And the game is really engaging. And I really wanted a Dark Souls-like game, but this game just is raising my blood pressure. I'm glad it's almost over. For random Dark Souls-like that's on Game Pass, how does it shape up compared to Wolong? Wolong is way, way, way more polished than this game. Way Hmm. more polished than this game. Well, I don't remember having near... I don't... I had a lot of fun playing Wolong. I don't remember really getting mad. Besides besides the very beginning. Yeah, there... (laughs) <laughs> the very beginning was a fucking that was a filter that first boss was a fucking filter man yeah it was they did that just stop the filthy casuals and speaking yeah. of filthy casuals jp what have you been playing uh <clears throat> so obviously i've been playing a lot of dark tide um before that uh hunt showdown shockingly Still? enough well this this is a, like... it's a new season but uh i've been playing less of that since uh dark tide came out and then uh before that uh mortal kombat Played the piss out of that. Uh, Who's your main? Probably Reiko. Is he the blue ninja? Uh, no, Reiko. he's the. Interesting. Yeah, no, I, I didn't say I, was, it, I did particularly well. <laughs> You're not climbing the ranks. <laughs> uh, he's well, like Reiko and uh, Havoc. I, I really like Havoc. Uh, the only thing with Reiko is I'm like I really need a fucking closer attack because. I, all of his attacks like end up you know going off by like like that down back forward x where he like grabs them and wraps them up and then oh, yeah. think that's like the ground and pound one it's like you can't fucking like that doesn't take you forward so you need to be standing right yeah, in front yeah. of him in grab range to use it and i'm not coordinated enough to work that into like a bounce combo or something 
because it's the goofy fucking like down back forward x one and i can't ever get it off so i most of the time i just end up you know just doing the flying knee and then wrap them up and then ground and pound whatever that little combo is and sometimes that works but most of the time people just wipe the fuck out of me yeah, because a lot of the characters have a lot of good gap closers and like teleports. Because I, I I know especially because I play smoke, so I'm like oh, oh, I go after Rico. <laughs> yeah, I go after him. Oh my god! Well, that and uh, I'll also do a uh, reptile. He's got some pretty good. He actually can close that gap a lot. And yeah. the surprisingly enough, my most consistently landed attack is the super slow acid ball. People just don't know what the <laughs> fuck to do about it. It's that. too slow, dude. It's too it's slow. Because like you'll in, you'll see me wind it up, and then people will be like, all right, and they'll jump, and then like they'll, they'll be coming down right on top <laughs> like, of it. On top of it. <laughs> it's like every time. Dude, that's the thing. It's like it's it's in Souls like games where the enemy doesn't swing right away. They just go, ah! and you're like, where where do I parry? I don't know. <laughs> I was thinking Ganondorf's uh, his neutral smash where he just charges up the Falcon Punch, but it's extra slow, slower than normal Falcon Punch. And he's just powering up. Sometimes you just press it and just wait a second, and people just walk in front of you, and you just destroy <laughs> them as you punch through their soul. Yeah. And it's like, why would you do that? And meanwhile, they're like, hey, I guess I'm just a fucking idiot. Yeah, uh, that's Finn. That's Finn in multiverses. The fucking high five. powered up. Yeah, yeah. You just, I just fucking massacred people with that. All right, so that's games we've been playing. Nave, you already talked about how you bought a- Alien Wake. Alan Wake, too. Alan Wake, yeah. And oh, I also... I forgot. I also pre-ordered uh, Like a Dragon, the man who lost his name or whatever. What are you is laughing the, at? Is it the money game? Uh, the cat is under the blankets oh, and she just jumped geez. up. Right. I didn't know there was another cat in here. Yeah. She had good camouflage. We said Like a Dragon. Is that the money one? Where they go to uh, Money America? Okay, well, no, that's coming out in January. This next oh. game's coming out in like a week. This next game will be out by the... like. It'll be out a couple days before this episode drops. So What's the one they just put on Game Pass? Is that Infinite Wealth? Uh, that was Ishin, which is a okay. it's like a by itself story. It's like a retelling. I'm making too many of these Yakuza games. Well, yeah. Well, Ishin is you don't have to play it. It's not connected to the rest of them. It's only it's like it's a retelling of a traditional Japanese story about like the Europeans coming to Japan and oh, giving them guns and Europeans. shit. Yeah, it's essentially the death of the samurai is what it's it's the end of the Edo period. Or the beginning of what the was that movie, period. The Last Samurai, was with uh, Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise. <laughs> yeah, Tom <laughs> Cruise is in it. What? Yeah. No, come on, yeah. dude. <laughs> if Tom Cruise and Kiri just walked in the same, whatever. All right, so that covers uh, games we've been playing. What they buy that goes in our Patreon section. Thank you to our patrons, Mister Kwong, Insane Cracker, Nick and Knight, Michael Superbacker, and the Intergalactic Pinecone. Through your support, we've actually done. Quite a lot of episodes, and even more. I've been trying to be better about putting actual benefits for patrons up there. So if you have not been paying attention to your patrons, I think you're supposed to be getting emails. But I have put up every episode over the last, like, three weeks early for you to listen to. And you're probably going to get this one early, too, by at least, you know, like, three days. So go check it out if you want early access to our crap. That's a good way to put it, early access to the crap. Also, uh, if you don't have any money to get throw out the Patreon, go rate us five stars on your podcast catchers. Got to keep reminding them. Yeah, you always got to remind them to rate and subscribe and hit that ding-a-ling bell, all that stuff. 
which now time to get to my coming. I mean, my favorite part of the episode is the Am I the Asshole section. So, Nave, I linked it in the chat. JP picked out this one. And let's do a quick burner account check. This is from five years ago from No More Miniatures. What is this? W-I-B-T-A. Would I be the asshole? Would I be the asshole? He hasn't done anything yet, but he wants... Oh, there's an oh, update. This is a two-parter. Considering. Wait, where's but the update? It is, in fact, a burner account. I'll link the update. Yeah. Oh, he posted it? Oh, right on. Dude, so you know you know in Halo 2, like the anniversary edition where you meet the, the grave mind and he's talking and you see the fucking flap inside of his throat like jiggling around? That's what I feel like. Like that's what I feel is going on in my throat. I feel that gross Dude, flap jiggling around in there. Epiglottis just fucking flapping yeah, around all covered in mucus. What? <laughs> you know, I've been at work. I've been reading the news. And are you guys familiar with fatty livers? I mean, uh, like, have I ever seen one? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> no, I've never seen is one. Bo- <laughs> is this body shaming? What are we doing? Kind of. So, you know, like, apparently, like, it was, re- it was dropping numbers. I don't know how legit these numbers were. This article is reading. It was like one in 10 kids have asthma. But an- another factor was like one in 10 kids has fatty liver, which can lead to like liver cancer and liver tumors and everything else that's not good on your liver. And it's mostly concerned with the kids just eating trash food all the time. But Uh-oh. one in 10 kids basically on the road for liver cancer is pretty fucked up. That's crazy. I've been eating like two. I think how many I would love to see how many how much ramen I've eaten like in a pile. Oh, you know no. what I mean? Like in a yeah. wet pile. Like in a, a bet- bathtub, maybe or even a swimming pool. A bathtub, maybe in a year. Well, yeah, I mean, I eat so much ramen. Yeah, I, I eat. I've been eating like three packs of ramen a day. All right, let's do the math. So, how much space does one pack of ramen take up? And then we can estimate by your consumption per week, and expand that for like the rest of you know the year. It's three ounces. All right, so we got three ounces. I'm not doing the math on this, but I bet we could if we actually sat down and wrote it out. But yeah, you could easily fill a bathtub over, maybe not a year of ramen, but like. Your lifetime of ramen. Oh, shit. Over I bet, a year, no problem. I bet you, my lifetime is a, an entire room, like, full of it. Like, you open the door, and then ramen comes out. Like, those Starfield videos that people put potatoes in a fucking spaceship. <laughs> yeah. That's well, what the ramen humans, like, really inefficient when it comes to food consumption or something? Like, did you watch the new Tier Zoo with anteaters? I saw it, but I didn't watch it. Dude, I had, oh. like, 15 videos come out. I was like, oh, my God, I have the pickings today. JP, have you, have you seen Tier Zoo? The whole premise is he just ranks animals on a tier list like it's a video game, like what's meta. And the, of course, the trash meta right now is sloths. Terrible. Yeah, Completely well, they're, uncompetitive. They're bad at everything. They're bad at everything. Yeah. Named well, after, it's really cool. Know, a sin. God, it's it's so really good. cool because it's like you it, he, he knows a lot. He's very articulate, but he describes everything as if it is a video game. Like he talks about the Africa server and like the America server and stuff like that. And like there's a million references like RuneScape and Smash Brothers and shit. It's fucking awesome. Dark Souls. It's great. Ants are one of the most overpowered factions in the game. Their go wide use social strategy is essentially unbeatable to the point where they control wide swaths of the overworld pretty much uncontested. Even the human build, the undisputed top tier in the current meta, has trouble keeping ants at bay. And with their huge variety of incredible abilities, 
From acidic projectiles and powerful stingers to coordinated attack strategies and terraforming abilities, I don't think it's much of a surprise that ants are such a meta-defining force. And yet, there's one build which can obliterate an entire colony in only a few minutes, the Ant Eater. But does having a super favorable matchup against one of the game's top tier builds actually translate into the Ant Eater being top tier itself? There's so much more to the Ant Eater build than just being able to solo an entire colony of ants with ease. So in today's video, we'll discuss all the abilities and weaknesses of the Ant Eater build. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> Remind me to insert audio from that video in that in that in that gap. But uh, it's yours who's great. But he, uh, he he was talking about the ant eaters, how they can eat like four million ants in an hour or something like that. But they don't need to because they have low metabolisms like slots. But humans, we're always we're always bumping. You know, we got that body heat going on. We're always moving around. We only sleep for like eight hours a day. So I think we eat more food per body weight or something. Yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. But also, like, we are pretty efficient at, like, storing energy. I mean, you you know, it's like we store shitload energy, right? And then, like, that's there for us. We're never going to use it because, you know, we don't live in a fucking... It's not the goddamn dust bowl, We're not surviving, right? you know? Yeah. So, I mean... But, I mean, you watch, like, people that do, like, uh, I don't know, those, like, survivor shows where they get dropped off in the middle of nowhere. They just eat, you know, a couple pounds of butter a day and then go out there and lose 30 pounds over the course of a month and... You know, it's just 30 pounds. Well, I mean, it was all fucking butter that they packed on <laughs> the month before. Just so. a body of butter. Just my but, butter sacks. Would be but I mean, like, I mean, we're pretty good at storing and then using that later. The only problem is that, you know, we live in a I wouldn't say post scarcity, but, you know, a society where food's not fucking hard to come by. So it's like you're never going to use that excess shit saddlebags he got going on. Yeah. So uh, please don't comment. On. <laughs> all right. Anyways, so let's do the same on the ass. I don't remember why we brought that up. But uh, JP, would you like to read this one since you picked it or? Absolutely not. I'm not good at reading. OK, uh, I'll read this one then and Nave can read the update. So okay. this is from No More Miniatures five years ago. Would I be the asshole if I told my daughter to find a different hobby? My daughter, Anne, 17, has been obsessed with building miniatures ever since she saw Hereditary a few months back. Wait a right, minute. Pause. Wait. Yeah. What? <laughs> so Hereditary is a horror movie. If you haven't seen it, that's like one of the yeah, the, yeah. the camera ones, right? Yeah, it's like a found footage. Isn't the what? one where it's no, like it's it's not found footage. What is it not Hereditary? No. It's the one where the kid sticks her head out a window and gets it knocked off by a telephone pole. What is it? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. That sounds like a lot of horror movies to me. So my friend Adam. That is his favorite movie of all time. <laughs> what? Shout out to Adam. I kid you not. He made me watch that motherfucker. I don't know why it's his oh, favorite movie. Is this, is this the one about like the kid that has like the disability or something? I, the kid looks retarded. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like Jesus. <laughs> no, I, he's throwing out the hard art. <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> Seriously. Okay. All right. I challenge you, everyone. Go watch that movie. Tell me that kid looks a little retarded or not. But, uh. <laughs> no, so there's like she. I mean, I don't want to spoil it if you get, like because it is a legitimate horror movie, and if you like, like, you is know, that the one where she eats butterflies? Uh, no, is that a different? No, she eats a telephone pole to the fucking face and it knocks her head off. Okay, and it's her brother was fucked up at a party and he was driving. And it's a whole ass deal. Uh, is any of this ringing a bell? No, I remember the telephone scene specifically. Telephone pole scene. 
I know that part, but I and I know what the, the kid looks like, but that's yeah. all I remember. Yeah. Does yeah. that kid look a little retarded? Well, yeah, that's why I asked. Oh, OK. Well, uh, yes, yeah, so you <laughs> thought she looked retarded then. That's why you brought it up. Yeah, I know. I, I wasn't going to say it, though. <laughs> all right. So uh, uh, it's really not a bad movie. I strongly no, advise I people to go watch not it. hating it. So I, I don't want to, like, ruin it or anything. But yeah, it is about the retarded kid and her head gets knocked off. Yeah, OK. I'm glad we paused for that now. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, after seeing Hereditary a few months back, since then, she has probably spent close to $500 on miniature sets from Amazon, Hobby Lobby, and Etsy. All this money comes from her job at the local movie theater, so I can't exactly cut her off. Oh, I used to work in a movie theater. Same seas. Yeah, you used to waste money on frivolous things, too. Yeah, oh, shoot, that's why we brought it up. Uh, yeah, w- there's nothing in that movie that has to do with... Miniatures? Oh, wait, I think... Never mind, never mind, never mind. There are like little miniatures. Okay, never mind. Yeah, 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 there is miniatures in that movie. Okay, carry on. I was thinking that there were miniatures of the hereditary monsters that she painted and like played Warhammer with. You know what I mean? Oh, dude, like by its own the way, faction. I found this one searching for Warhammer. So I thought they were talking about Warhammer miniatures whenever I found this post. You're yeah, like, it, which faction is hereditary? I know, like, what, what was she running? Like, what's her, like, how many points <laughs> are they buying? All right, anyways, back to it. I can't explain, but something about it drives me up the fucking wall. But he, he bleeped it out, so it is the bleeping wall. Maybe it's because Tony Collette was so creepy. May, maybe I just been... Who's that? <laughs> it sounds like a mobster. It sounds like a mobster. Do you got it? Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That chick was in it. Uh, She only got creepy at the end. I mean... Yeah, okay. Tony Collette looks like she was... And one of the main actresses in Hereditary. This is just a chick, yeah. Okay. Just, just total wine mom. Just Yeah. All right, anyways, Tony Collette was so creepy. Maybe I just want to spend some quality time with my daughter instead of watching her waste her life in her bedroom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Call her out. I hear my sister talk about dropping her daughter off at soccer or how her son's the lead in the school play. And then I think about how my daughter's upstairs building the tiny <laughs> cottage with tweezers. <laughs> She hasn't ever really shown interest in any hobbies before, so I thought it'd be it would be grateful that she's finally good at something. But mostly, I'm just annoyed. Her grades are fine, bees. Her chores are always done, and mostly every second of her spare time is spent putting together miniatures. I try to ask her if she'd like to go for a walk with me or sign up for cheerleading, but she always says no. My husband thinks it's sweet and has started letting her put them around the house and in his office at work every day i drink coffee next to a 60 dollar miniature greenhouse and i think about the last <laughs> time i had a genuine conversation with my daughter that didn't revolve around the merits of glue or craft glue versus hot glue i know i'm probably the asshole but would i be the asshole if i asked her to find another hobby that might help her in life like something you could put on a resume so maybe you'd have more conversations with your daughter if you weren't such a cunt. Yeah. Like, well, hold on. <laughs> He's just looking out for her. He's like, what, like, what the odds of her getting rich off well, of those building miniatures? Or yeah, a day? But, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think she genders herself. Yeah. Well, she said, but she has a husband. So if we just assume she's normal, not normal, but heteronormative or whatever, I mean, she talks like a chick. I mean, I, I can't. I can't identify that. I can't line. either. Yeah, yeah, I'm ready to get out. I don't know. Well, I feel like the dude perspective would be like, "Oh man, she's not out there doing drugs. She's just up there yeah, gluing." Yeah, this is my, my dad <laughs> no, was dad like, "Doesn't care." Dude, <laughs> my like, dad was fine. like, 
I'm drinking my dad's fucking vodka, and he's like, go out. He's like, get some friends. And then I brought friends home to drink vodka at my house, and he's like, yes, this is what I like. This is, this is good. <laughs> All right. So, well, I mean, she's like using the glue to build these cool little miniatures, and she's not huffing it, and she has a job and shit. So hey, hey, like, we're only at halftime. There's still an oh, update. Right. Okay, sorry. So, we'll no, but we can go. We can just do some like pre pre uh, pre guesses. Like this, yeah. uh, this mom sounds like the asshole, honestly. But it's also, it is a weird hobby at that because, ah, man. Like, well, this no, could be here's a the good thing. hobby. I don't know. Go ahead. There's a fucking delay between us, goddammit. It's so annoying. But uh, here's the thing that I'm thinking, right? So when you look at it from face value, this is kind of a hard thing to monetize, right? But, I mean, you can have, like, an Instagram account where you make miniatures and show people how to make miniatures. Like, there are YouTube accounts that are successful at this. It's basically ASMR, but building um, things. Stop motion? Things. Come on. Yeah, well, this is what I'm saying, is that getting good at something inherently is very productive, even if the thing you're getting good at is kind of stupid, because it trains your brain to understand the the, the concept of progressing, of, of getting better at something, and... It you can you can apply that to all kinds of different things and it's and this being an artistic thing you can definitely apply it to so many different other kinds of artistic things and a lot of really cool things spawn from someone's weird niche hobby merging with another thing that they're suddenly uh, interested in and then them just combining those things like that's a lot of like really interesting YouTube channels or like uh, TV show ideas and. Like it's 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 normal for a parent to like look at what their daughter's doing and seeing that it's not super crazy productive and just or not understanding it and being like, ah, this is you could probably do something better, like maybe play the ukulele or something like do something that'll make you (laughs) famous. But I mean, I like like I'm with you guys a little bit of an asshole, but she she's clearly like she's she's spent a long time not mm, enforcing her ideals on her daughter. Right. So, so like she's held off. I got something kind of on this because I have older kids that have hobbies. Yeah, nothing against you, JP. One older kid. Well, I mean, I have I have Emma, but she's not older. She's fucking eleven. Philip has me. Not old. <laughs> All right. All right so we'll start with Emma, my eleven-year-old. So she loves to play Fortnite, and I'm I'm a cool cyber parent. You know, I was raised in the free age of internet where my parents didn't know what I was doing on the computer. Sorry, mama, but. So I, I'm actively track everything my kids are doing on all their technology and stuff like that. So I can see that she's been playing Fortnite for nine hours straight or something like that. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, man, these kids out here just wasting their lives. And then finally, she's like, Dad, you want to play some Fortnite? And I'm like, yeah, because when I saw her playing Fortnite, she was playing like those kids RP servers or whatever, just doing <laughs> stuff like that. I know. And so I'm like, oh, whatever. Yeah, we'll play. And she's like, OK. We're playing, uh, I forgot what the game is called. It's not Block Fort or something like that. It's just like Block Battle, where it is literally just a death match. You drop into a cube, and you just have to like, you have like two seconds before a wall drops down between you, and you just have to gun each other down. You can still build. And so people will build like little fences or build like hidey holes. It's like the wall will drop down, and it's like you have your side that you built on, you have their side, and you just have to fight each other. And it's these cutthroat matches that last for like 12 seconds max. And she's like, all right, dad. 1v1 me let's go and i'm like oh fuck and she beat my ass like (laughs) like it wasn't until i started like 
realizing certain strategies. Like I had to start building to be competitive, to beat an 11 year old at Fortnite. And she was being mean to me. I'm like, I'm a good gamer, right? But no, it turns out her and her friends literally just grind out 1v1 matches in Fortnite, developing actual like shooter skills. And I'm like, oh man, all right, she can keep playing Fortnite, you know, like until I can beat her or something. But here's the thing. Did you, would you pay for a coach to beat your daughter in Fortnite? No, no, that was last week's Am I the Asshole, dear listener, if you didn't check it out. Would you pay for a video game trainer? just to beat your loved ones. So there's that. And then I see my older ones who she's uh, 17, 16, 17, one of those. And she will spend eight hours a day just on TikTok. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing on TikTok for that long? But, I mean, it's kind of designed that way, right? To like kind of hook you in and keep you like, I don't know. It's just the way they have it set up where it's like the hits come at a certain time to keep your attention. Does it, it? like refocus? It oh, my God. That's in like that's every satanic. couple of seconds. And yeah, it's like it's designed specifically to appeal to kids like that. And then she's yeah. like, no, dad, see, we're actually doing this. And then she does like her choreographed TikTok dances. And yeah. I'm like, I guess that's better since you're doing a weird little dance thing or it's yeah, like a trend CCP. or whatever. Yeah, fucking China's coming. Oh, whatever, dude. Dude, whatever. there's fucking, oh there's God, a fucking, dude. there's like a jihad going on against uh, Tik. I mean, uh, Timu right now, and I'm just like, yes, yes, because I hate Timu so much, but only because I have to deliver their shitty plastic bag packages all the time. I fucking hate Timu so goddamn much. I don't know. Timu's kind of hooked us up lately. No, <laughs> no, yes, dude, no, traitor. I mean, Absolutely I'm not. Traitor. Look, I'm not pro China, but have you seen their new green initiatives? They're putting out like twelve billion dollars to support green companies. Okay, hold on. Biggest carbon emitters on the planet. What are the top two? Look, you got to start somewhere. It's China and fucking <laughs> India. <right? laughs> they could spend twelve million dollars to shut up all the yuppies. They don't give a fuck. It's like because they're going to keep doing what they're doing. You know, it's like that's going to buy them enough. You know social media credit to you know social media keep, keep the western liberals happy and you know is uh, probably not get into that stuff right now meanwhile uh, the u.s is making deals with australia to mine out all their lithium so we can use it for our electronics god damn lith- elon there's monk, no, elon monk no. needs his fucking lithium batteries man there ain't yeah. no fucking lithium in australia not yet it's all in the, it's <laughs> yeah until we find it yeah, we got to find it first it's in the congo and i think there's like one mine here in north dakota or some shit Mm. It would Whatever. be in North Dakota. Enough. Yeah. What else is in you North Dakota? Leftist bastards. <laughs> Oil and lithium. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Wait, what were we even talking about? What happened? Uh, am I the asshole? All right. Yeah. Uh, this is the follow up. Nave, do you want to read the update? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, all right. So it says belated. Wait, how long ago? It just Four says. Years. Oh, there was a this year. Is a year. At a year max. Yeah. All right. Belated update to a post that was largely considered trolling, but wasn't. I won't lie when I say that I immediately ignored the majority of you of telling me, the majority of you of you telling me I was the asshole. Or yeah, maybe ignore. ignore yeah, that's the thing. Double down. <laughs> ignore your critics. Ignore your critics. That's the only way you learn. All right. Or maybe ignore is the wrong word. I think I expected that from the get go. So, being told I peaked in high school and should get fucked along with all the plastic cheerleader wannabe Sams. I don't know what that is. Roll off my back. So, so it is a chick. Oh. It is a chick. Wait. 
It is a lady. Oh, okay, gotcha. All right, rolled off my back. But uh, those things that they said rolled off her back. I, but I, I, bet, I bet a lot of things rolled off of her back, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry, there were a few of you that did make me think long and hard about my relationship with my daughter and what sort of model <laughs> I was setting for her. She wrote ha-ha in there. Hey, what's the ha-ha for there? Like, what does that signify? I thought you were giggling at the long and hard thing. No, she Never literally mind. wrote ha-ha in her own post. Yeah. All right. There was one comment in particular that's been sort of lost, at the fl- lost to the flood. If you could find it, I'd surely appreciate that. That mentioned my writing and how well it read. Almost like a book. What is happening? Is this a, is this a second <laughs> troll book? <laughs> I'm sick. She, she just did a whole paragraph about how she doesn't listen to the haters Dude, except for the one except that complimented. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I just want to take this moment to pat myself on the back for my articulation of this. All right. Maybe it's self-absorbed, but that's really what made me stop for a moment. I've had to sacrifice a lot to get my family where they are today. Is this a manifesto? <laughs> I won't go into details because I'm sure it would get boring and pretentious and might make you all feel that I'm just trying to garner sympathy after being such a bitch. But it did involve giving up my dreams in order to make sure there was food on the table. I gave myself some time and space to think and realized the problem stemmed from me, not her. Surprise. I wish she wrote that also. I was bitter. That everyone else seemed free to chase their passions when I had to work to I had to work at things I hated for th- the things that I, we needed. That's a weird sentence. It seemed childish to me to be so selfish as to enjoy your free time when you could be making an effort for your family instead. That's neither here nor there, but it definitely wasn't my daughter's fault that I was so resentful. I think I like to think she was relatively unaware of my concerns with her hobbies. I never voiced my opinion one way or the other and always drove her to Michael's. But I can say with certainty that our relationship has only improved in the last few months. I helped her build a miniature restaurant last Saturday, and I've got a fun little carnival on my nightstand as I type this. I can't regain the time I've lost, but I can make sure that she doesn't have to live the life I'm currently living. Thanks for everything. JP, let the cat out. Oh, right. And he is standing up. He's in the cab by its tail, much like Mario in the hit game Super Mario 64 is swinging it. So long, gay Bowser. You didn't close the door all the way. Now the cat's going to kick the door in. <laughs> all right. Did, did you close it all the way? Yes. What do you think I was fucking doing over there? Go check it again. No. All right. I'm positive I closed. So, once again, to boil this all down, this seems to be an apology letter, kind of. And I don't know. Uh, I mean, she sucks her own dick quite a bit for it to be an apology, but well, I no. think she ended up I mean, in the right place, though. That's a normal right? political apology right there. Like, she never actually said, I'm sorry, but, uh, you know... <laughs> Thanks for everything. Well, I mean, like where she ended up, though, she's now engaging in this hobby and she kind of understands why she resents that her daughter is doing it or she resented the fact that her daughter was doing that, you know, because she didn't get to do what she wanted with her life and all that. Is this the first one we've gotten like an actual update update on one on a am I the asshole? You unplug us. I didn't unplug nothing. Nave, are you talking? Wait, is it this thing? Oh my god, my mic was muted from, from when I coughed. 
Yes, it's the first time we've ever got resolution on one of these. Yeah, so it looks like a happy ending, except for this lady still seems a bit, you know, how she is. I mean, shit, man. I mean, you can't fix everything, right? Yeah. Well, she had to play both sides, the politics, you know. She can't look like she's capitulating to the people who are supporting her, the 15 people in the comments that were supporting her. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I never would have... I mean, I guess now looking back, it makes total sense, but I didn't think that the reason she was so upset is because, you know, the sacrifices she had to make in her life and everything. And it's like, it all kind of makes sense. It's like, wow, is this actually just a book? Did somebody just write this? Okay, now hold on a second. If we go back to the original text, the bookish text that she defined, uh, she highlights that the daughter didn't have any interest in any other hobbies before and also had no interest in things like uh, going for a walk or cheerleading task that much more benefit the family, right? Hmm. No, not really. I, mean, I don't think so. Well, I mean, if you're if you're spending like I, what I think is going on is that the the hobby is mostly like isolated to herself in a room doing the one thing, like playing games, you know. And so she wants the girl to come out of the house and like touch grass, essentially. <laughs> yeah. Which makes me wonder, is this like possible, like maybe like the, a gender type thing too? like since she's a girl, she can't be like the boy that just plays video games all day, you know? Well, I mean, I feel like it'd kind of be the same thing if if the genders were reversed and he was in there doing the same thing or playing video games or whatever. You know, it's like, ah, my son's just yeah. step in his room. Uh, so it could have been anything. I think sure. that too, because there's one part in here where she mentions, uh, what is it? I hear my sister talk about dropping her daughter off at soccer or how her son's the lead in the school play. So she drops a, a boy in there, too, that she's jealous of having a thing yeah. that he's doing. Also, comparing you know your kids to your sister's kid, probably not a good move. I bet it's hard to not do, though. Like, Philip, you're in a weird situation where your your siblings are way older than you, right? Yeah. So, like, there's, like, a real dichot, like, a real crazy age gap in your kids as well, probably. I don't no, know. No, actually, my... Like, I have the oldest kids in my family. I don't know what happened. All right, I guess we'll just try again. Hello and welcome to Gaming Together, quality <laughs> podcast. I don't remember what we were talking about, something about we were kids. We halfway through the Am I the Asshole. Oh, yeah. No, it was no we like, were all the way through and we were uh, making our think, deliberations. Yeah, I think don't compare answering. your kids to other kids. Uh, this lady seems a bit of an asshole, but at least she acknowledges it. So she's a light asshole. Let your kids do whatever dumb stuff they want to do. No, I don't agree with that. Oh, yeah, Stop no, your kids from doing stupid far. shit. Well, it depends on how dumb it is. Don't let like your it, kids yeah, huff right. gasoline. That's, that's what we were saying. Well, most things kids want to do isn't too dumb. I completely what? disagree. Are you insane? I, I, you know what? One of my favorite things to do as a kid was to get as close to cars as I could when they were driving down the street. I would walk in the street and slow down, like as cars were approaching me. Like I had no idea what the fuck I was doing. I'm so glad that cell phones didn't exist at that time. That was pretty good. I, I'm not joking. I loved doing that. I got such a rush from it. So stupid. How did you not get hit? Oh, well, I guess we lived in Oklahoma, small town. Yeah, well, you lived in Muskogee for a while. I don't know. McAllister's not that fucking small, is it? It's pretty small. I mean, it's only got one movie theater. I don't know. I mean, like, what do you compare these things to, right? Antlers, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Yeah, Oklahoma City. It goes big at Tulsa, Oklahoma, or Oklahoma City. Small. It's like Antlers. 
and then Kiowa, I guess. Well, I mean, I don't care what size the town is. A fucking car is a car. <laughs> yeah, but there's less cars. I think I wasn't like trying a- to. <laughs> I wasn't trying to get hit. I was just trying to get out of the way just in time. Okay. If that makes sense. So I was always calculating, you know what I mean? I, and I was, I was also those, like, like, oh, if they hit me, I guess I'm going to get paid. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> idiots. Have you seen the third world countries where people just walk through the streets while there's yeah. like so many cars just zooming by? It's like you just got to walk straight and stay the same speed. Oh, dude, yeah. the, uh, the cab drivers in Korea, let me tell you, these motherfuckers got balls. Like, th- they're coming up on an intersection, like not even like a yellow light or anything. It's just been straight red for five m- seconds, and they'll just lay the horn on, <laughs> and they'll just go. <laughs> Like then you tip them better, it's right? It's the craziest shit. It makes it's like me crazy so taxi, dude. Yeah, those Korean taxi drivers they didn't they didn't give a fuck. What, and then they don't have traffic time, cops or what? I never fucking saw one. But uh, we were we were doing a we were doing a convoy down to a uh, of taxis. No, well we were. I was I was in the army in Korea and uh, doing a big fucking convoy. We got big ass tracked vehicles rolling through Korean towns like. You know, what's the opposite of Red Dawn if it was the Americans, right? Uh, and, like, we're going to this fucking range, and, like, these cab drivers could not be fucking bothered. They're like, <laughs> To fuck. get all the ways to the half-tracks and yeah, stuff? Yeah, they're just like, get fucked, you 20-ton piece of shit. <laughs> like, they're just cutting us off and shit. And I was just like, sorry, I'm gonna fucking kill somebody. I can't see him. And he's just I can't like, see. He's just like... He was like, don't speed up, don't slow down, they'll go around you, man. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> the thing, is the consistency. When wrecks happen, it's usually because somebody makes a sudden decision, right? That's why, literally, in the law, it's written, at least in Oklahoma, I don't know if this is all of America, but if you are, if you realize you're in a yellow light and it's going to turn red before you get there, it is advised you just keep fucking going. You just go, don't speed up, don't slow down, just keep fucking going, and everyone's going to see that you haven't slowed down by the time you get to the exit. I mean they should see you like they should like i almost did cut a bus in half like it was pretty fucking close like i did <laughs> actually have to like i've never i've never fucking like s- hit the brakes so hard in a tracked vehicle that you break traction and slide like a car like i don't know what the equivalent of screeching how fast were you going i mean not that goddamn fast but it's a heavy ass vehicle okay i guess that makes sense <laughs> yeah almost cut a bus in half uh I was just like, sorry, I'm fucking scared. I'm going to kill somebody. <laughs> he's just like, he's like, like you're in the army, son. Get used like, to it. You got blood like, on your hands. He's like, just go. You'll be all right. <laughs> Don't get out of the way. That makes me think of people who are like, like I've seen on the internet when like car accidents happen. It's like a very mild thing, like a fender bender and people are hurt somehow. People are like, how did they get hurt? And they barely touched that other car. And I'm like, dude, have you ever accidentally walked into a wall? <laughs> like that shit does not feel good that, that is terrible three miles an hour and yeah. you walk into a wall. <laughs> imagine going Dude. 30 miles an hour walking into the same wall yeah fuck with just your knees <laughs> like just your <laughs> knees hitting your fucking dash <laughs> fuck all right but uh bringing it back do you guys think this lady's an asshole or what uh i think a she's, bit. she started out as a much bigger asshole but i'm glad she's understands kind of like why she's wrong and she's starting to work to you know rectify that relationship with her daughter and so i think she's on the path to becoming not an asshole like yeah actually kind of a wholesome arc yeah i think one that's one thing that happens like throughout you know our lives is that we become resentful over all kinds of things and it's really hard to understand 
what it is that we're oh. resentful about. Oh, I got an example of that. Live today, me and JP were driving to my house and he saw some kids doing Fortnite dances on the side of the road <laughs> and he was pissed off. Oh, man. Yeah, no, I was like, I was kind of hoping we would drive past him so I could call him. Wait, can I can I say these words? I don't know what all I can say. If you here. think no, that you're going to say something. If you have the thoughts, can I say the words? Then you probably shouldn't say the words. Like, I don't know what gamer words we can use. On gamer here. words? Oh, yeah. words? Well, no, don't even say it now because now those beeps are going to be interpreted in a specific way. I know, that's what I'm saying. Like, just say something and I'll beep it so it sounds really bad. All right. No, well, I mean, you know, but it just got me thinking. I'm like, look at them. They're just out there in broad daylight doing God knows what on their communist yeah. apps. Like, it, it, what was it? it? We made it inside the house. We were barely in the door. And you're like, kids just don't get bullied enough these days. It's true. You, they, <laughs> needs to be somebody just drive by in their car and call them gay and you know, make, them, make them feel bad about themselves, you know? Oh, dude, you should show you that fucking Katamari thing, Philip. No, oh my god, me. I have to fucking find it. Oh no, I don't think I'll ever find it. Oh, it's on my phone. You guys talk about something. All right, so real quick, I, I did say cunt earlier. I don't know if you need to bleep that out. <laughs> no, Is that derogatory? I, I, I don't know that one. I don't know. Are you gonna get are you gonna get like shadow banned by what? Spotify? No, are I don't gonna, think so. Are we... you gonna get the Joe Rogan warning? They're gonna no, be we've like, gotten that <laughs> once. <laughs> Not a, what's the Joe Rogan warning? Oh, it's the COVID nineteen warning. COVID nineteen. We got it on one episode. Yeah, we, we were going hard. <laughs> yeah, we were going hard on it. Guys, talking about. We were just it, the bit got worse and worse and worse for like two minutes straight. We just we kept it. Yes, and I probably started other. talking about the military and their COVID policies or something because they're unbelievable. Which. I mean, that I could be it. something. Here. Oh, no, read this. I'm glad read I got to get into that. I thought you were going to just hold your phone up to the camera. So it's a, I guess, a tweet. <laughs> it says, boots up Katamari, king of the universe. Ah, oh, my stupid ass son. Get your gay ass on earth and roll shit up for 20 minutes. Okay, I hate you. And then the best song ever produced for a video <laughs> game starts playing. Yeah. I love fucking da, da, Katamari. Da, da. Yeah, dude. Have you seen Katamari intro? Dude, I'm, in I'm not gonna lie, man. I'm I'm completely lost? lost here. All right. Oh god. Well, he's in that dude. Katamari, the second one, we love Katamari, has an acapella version of the song, and it is the biggest bop I've ever heard in my fucking life. <laughs> I played that song like four times. I played the game, the episode, like or whatever the <laughs> level, like four times in a row. They're just bobbing their heads silently. I can't hear what they're listening to. Is this a show? So that's the king of the cosmos, right? Yeah. He created the whole universe. Or his dad did or something. I don't know the lore. Wait, is this a show or a game? This is, a, or this is the intro to a video game. <laughs> that's you, the prince of the cosmos. <laughs> Dude. So, what is that panda doing? Probably living its life. After watching this intro, can you tell me, what do you think you do in this game? Uh, survival horror, I'm guessing. <laughs> like, you're, you play as a person with the worst Dude. acid trip in the world, and you gotta survive it? It is no. the opposite of survival horror. You are the horror, and <laughs> everything else has to survive you. 
Load up some end game shit, Philip. <laughs> what? You roll a ball around and it's a katamari and then you collect anything smaller than you and then you make the ball bigger and then you pick up more stuff. Do you run out of momentum or in it? No. You run out of time. Uh, Everything's timed. Oh my god. And you're picking up children. Yeah, it's a whole thing. What if you make it like a weird shape and it can't roll anymore? Yes, that's the problem. If you get elongated objects, it makes your ball roll less well. Uh, And so it's harder to control. Okay. But eventually you start picking up continents and and deities (laughs) and shit. It's fucking lit. (laughs) Oh my god. All right, now we're just watching Katamari. All right, anyways, back to this. Uh, Good to know. Asshole, Asshole resolved. Let's take a quick break and then we can hit the meat. The music plays. Boom, 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 boom. Asshole resolved. Hit the meat. (laughs) (laughs) And we're back. Warhammer 40k Darktide. Developed by Fat Shark, which did Vermintide and Escape from Dead Island. Uh, That was the developer and publisher. Released November 30th, 2022. Store description. Take back the city of Tertium. From the hordes of bloodthirsty foes in this intense and brutal action shooter, Warhammer 40k Darktide is a new co-op-focused experience from the award-winning team behind the Vermintide series. As Teratium falls, rejects will rise. $40 Steam Store. Man, we're just dropping all the slurs in this episode, I guess, huh? Wait, which slur did I say? <laughs> I did rejects. I'm just being a fucking idiot. Okay, good. It's also tertium. That's what I said. It's a teratium. Teratiums? <laughs> Yeah, Turtle Team. Let's fucking. Right, we specifically got you on the pod because you've spent probably thousands of hours in the Warhammer universe compared to us. Uh, yeah, uh, I've been. So, just full disclosure going forward, uh, I might have some like rose tinted glasses about this game because I've I've been into Warhammer for about ten years now. So, just all 40k is also where I got my start it in like all the Warhammer stuff, like because. There's several different, you know, game systems they have. Uh, but I started out in 40K and uh, I love Vermintide. Yeah. And uh, I saw this coming out and I was like, I really hope it doesn't suck. And it uh, didn't. Surprise. Nave history with the series. Space Marine. On 360. Space Marine is fucking badass. Yeah. That's the only thing I know. Actually, that's a lie. I played a lot of these games and I really like this universe quite a bit even though i know literally nothing about it because i'm not listening to anything anyone is saying but this game has a, a really good intro with this fucking speech and we'll get into it i'm sure like right after yeah. this but like boy i that's the first thing i've ever listened to from warhammer and i was just like damn man maybe the nazis would would get me like i don't know like, if they, <laughs> like uh, that's scary like that's a scary thought oh you be a quickly, party member yeah, I would be like, I'd be like, man, these guys—they seem to know what's going on. I'm fucking, oh they're passionate. Well, it's, it's the funny. Nationalist Party. They're so, doing well, really good stuff. It's kind of funny because there's a huge, uh, kind of like weird divide in the Warhammer community as a whole because uh, a lot of people are, you know, the when the anti-fascism crowd popped up, uh, they were like, whoa, fucking 40k, the Imperium is a fascist enterprise, you know? And it they're is. Like, and they're like, yeah. you can't like that. That makes you a fascist. It's like, well, I kind of fucking can't. It's kind of cool. But like, you know, but it's it's a whole deal. So now like a lot of the Facebook pages are like, uh, you know, Warhammer 40k, Imperial Guard players, anti-fascist zone. They'll have it in parentheses. 
like they need to. Like, <laughs> wait, wait, you know this is a board game, right? Or like it's, it's, okay. it's one of those things where it's like you, it's like you didn't have to put that in there. You did put it in there, and it makes me. It's like it's just kind of weird to me. I'm like, I thought I thought we didn't have to say that part, but it's, it's weird. Like, it's like know. man, if you if you play the humans in World of Warcraft, then I, you this is an anti racism zone. Sorry, yeah, you can't, can't fucking. No, I was thinking about even more like it's like, oh, you played German tanks in World of Tanks? Yeah. Yikes, dude. Oh my or you played the Germans in a what what's that one we were playing, the World War II shooter? Which one? Oh, uh what was that game called? Verdun? No, the other one. The one that we played with the Elder Trolls. Where it's squads. Um We're thinking of two different games now. You guys are no. describing two different games. Alright, you remember we were in we were fighting for the Empire of Japan against the Marines on the yeah. island? Yeah, that game. I don't know. It's, I, I can't remember. I can't remember. But anyway, we all know what the game I'm talking about. Yeah. But yeah, it's like, you know, like typically in games like that, I, I play as the Germans, but because I like the German guns, the fucking, you know, the MG42. And yeah, the you're just fucking, fucking wrong. You're just completely the, wrong because the, obviously <laughs> the fucking M1 Garand is the goat, right? That thing's a fucking piece of shit. I'm sorry. It's very un-American of me to I say, would, but I think yeah. the Garand's kind of a turd. I'd have that opinion, too, if I played the Germans and was constantly dying to the superior rifle. I would always be bitching about it, too. So stupid. Or, you know, the fucking Americans and the BAR, that thing was dumb as hell. I, I love me a BAR. It's fucking cool. You know, John yeah. Moses Browning is, I think he's actually was sent by God uh, to help us win World War II. But, uh, yeah, that's what the BAR yeah. stands for. It's Browning, Ascended, and Righteous. <laughs> Fuck yeah. So but, uh, but yeah, no, just MG42 is fucking badass, badass piece of hardware. Oh, this is another tangent off your tangent, but the new episode of uh, Christian just came out. And Dude. you remember you were telling me about the German guy? Your dragon, yes. Dragon Lord. The, I the crossover happened. What? The crossover no. between Christian and Dragon Lord happened, where Christian reached out in German using Google Translate to tweet at Dragon Lord to talk to him. I don't remember how it yeah. got resolved, but I know it just well, popped up. Or it, it, was tweet. it was a fake tweet. Oh, it was a fake Twitter account. He he, uh. he hit a fake account, or he, that was it. So he didn't actually contact the real one. Oh, so he contacted a fake Dragon Lord. Yeah, but it was the real Christian. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a chance that he'll keep going until he gets. Yeah. Him. I don't know yet. I Maybe. mean, we're in the past. We are in the we're in the logs, like we're like, in the ancient tomes. Of well, the, the we're only like two years ago. It. Oh, really? We are much yeah. more recent than I thought. Yeah, but it's going to probably slow down pretty soon. Oh, but Christian got out of jail. He once again believes that he is the Messiah and it's come back and he's telling the, the real Christmas story about how it happened. Dude. Where Inuasha and Peter walked on water together to meet Jesus. It's a whole thing. Who's, who's Inuasha? Is that... So you don't know who Inuash is? I don't know. It's a, I mean, well, that was he's a, a cute anime wolf boy. Inu Yasha. Oh, well, Inuasha. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. Sure. <laughs> I was about to get real racist because I was thinking something else. Okay. Wait, no, the, he's, a wolf, he's a dog, not a wolf. He's a dog. Yeah, Sim he's boy. a dog boy. Yeah. Um, what was I just? I was about to say like three different things, and you threw me off with the Inuyasha talk, dude. Okay, Christian, Dragon Lord. Uh, JP's standing up to go let the cat out now. No, oh, JP. He just I was thinking, cat. dude, I feel like, dude, it's so weird seeing Chris Chan like streaming and stuff. I've been watching all of his streams, like no, not the whole don't time. Do it. Okay. I, like, I'll jump in for like 20 minutes and I'll be like, okay, this is weird and I'll leave. But like, he is, I, it, it, he's right there. I could reach out and touch him. You he's know a what real I mean? Person. I'm like, Even could, he has I all can... the comments turned off so no one can actually talk. No, to him. He, he keeps them on sometimes. Oh, and no. like, I'm like, man, I 
could I could become one of these people that gets written into the story. No, no, you don't need to be one. a part of the Christian story. I could I could just become anonymous and just make myself some stupid name to create no history. one would know. Don't be satisfied with just living through history. Create history. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Make Dude, a burner account. Just leave Chris alone. He's gonna he's gonna burn himself up. I'm send gonna him, leave Chris alone. Send him money. Make him buy a dildo or something oh, with it. I remember another thing. So some some peeps, some trolls were texting him, and they they convinced him that he was. It was basically QAnon. The intersection of QAnon and Christian has also happened. And <laughs> <laughs> but it's called like Elanon or something. Yeah. yeah. And so they convinced him that if the, if he sends this tw- this text to a bunch of different oh, people, no. that <laughs> it's a coded message, and like they'll be able to translate it and understand like the secret message that's inside of it. But it was about like <laughs> loving to eat shit and like wanting to lick your asshole clean and stuff like that. And like he's like, I don't want to do that, but he ends up sending it anyway. And then it gets leaked, and then like so this guy <laughs> Null who runs uh, Kiwi Farms was like, Chris, do not. Under any circumstances, bring attention to these te- these tweets about your about fecal consumption. And then in the like, literally the next line of the doc is the next day. Chris immediately brought attention to the tweets about fecal consumption. I'm like, oh my god, this is incredible, man. Well, specifically, the, the letter was like a a sex letter sent by a serial killer to his love interest or something like. <laughs> So it, it goes even worse. It wasn't just like, you know, profanity that someone oh wrote. It was historical documentation of a serial killer. Dude, Chris like, gets like, tricked so many times. Like, did you see did you see the the part in the the episode 80 is what we're talking about, ladies and gentlemen, for people listening in the future. But there's a part where it's like uh it's like on this date, Chris was caught liking a tweet. Uh, uh, of an image of George Floyd on a voodoo doll with a Chris Chan no. sonnet shoe necklace on him. This was yeah. after uh, he obviously after he died. So that it was, was like so Chris. Would have been wild if it was before he died. <laughs> yeah, that would have been insane. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, Chris. That, is that's really some Alan Wake shit, dude. <laughs> dude, yeah, that's Alan Wake shit. Actual, it just hasn't been written yet. It's an actual voodoo doll. Christian's just over there choking the shit out of it. Oh, man. What a nightmare that guy is in oh. everything he interacts with. Hey, Philip, What's up? What is a taco's favorite dance? Okay, we can do this. A taco? Salsa? Salsa. It's got to be salsa. You got it. Okay, so there's an old dude at my work that comes by every morning, and he has a dad joke. <laughs> But I've turned it into like a riddle fest and I instantly like start roundhousing. I'm like, all right, guys, here's what we got. So um, <laughs> you workshop yeah, it. Yeah, we were. I was start workshop. I'm like, what do you got? What do you know about baseball? OK, fly balls, fly balls. All right, we got fly balls. We got peanut butter. Can we get peanut butter? It's something to do with peanut butter. OK, pumpkins. It's Halloween related. OK, and Dracula eats his eggs sunny side up. And he's like, you got it. You got it. And I'm like, we did it, boys. Yeah, we got him. Right. We, Dude, we did you tell him it's the war room? Did you tell them that you listened to a podcast specifically, like, centered around dad jokes and Dungeons & Dragons? Which one? Oh, no, I was thinking about Hey Riddle Riddle. Have you listened to that one? No, I have no idea what that is. So they did a slight crossover with Dungeons & Dragons for, like, one episode where they just guest appearance. Dungeons & Daddies. Dungeons & Daddies, yeah. And I went, I listened to their main show, and it is literally that. One of them brings up, they have an old riddle book from, like, the 1980s, and they will read a riddle. And then the other two will be like, all right, guys, let's talk this out. And they start going through it. And after listening to it, I'm like, there is 
a method to like understand riddles and jokes and stuff like that. It's like you just got to find that one key term that links it all together. And so I really get into it at work because apparently my job is slow enough that I have time to listen to an old man ask me dad jokes. Yeah, well, Dude, you I mean, just you... need to get into chess puzzles, bro. Like it sounds like you just need some some puzzles to work your brain on. I mean, you work for the government, so I'm not shocked. Yeah, specifically the government. But anyways, speaking of I the don't government, know why. Warhammer. So, guys, I <laughs> I read this joke on the back of a Laffy Taffy, and after I read it, I was like, okay, I'm going to eat this. And I forgot that Laffy Taffy's are the chewiest fucking thing you can possibly eat. So I'm yeah. just going to be muted for like maybe yeah. two minutes while I eat this. The best thing you could eat while talking into a microphone <laughs> is Laffy Taffy. All right, so uh, where are we at now? Um, is that your cat? Yeah. What the fuck Wait, was that? Somebody's trying to break in. <laughs> There's some Alan Wake shit going on in Phil's house right now. Wait, is that thunder? No, somebody's running a hose, it sounds like. Uh, someone's spraying our windows. All right, but anyways, uh, this game has character design, specifically four of them. And I don't really know much to say about this, except I chose Ogren, which is the big, big doofus. And my guy's ugly as hell. Uh, yeah, so, uh, I mean, as far as, like, the character design thing goes, I mean, if we're going to talk about that, what struck me is that, uh, a lot of the, uh, faces are, like, clearly British-inspired, I guess I could say, because they're fucking ugly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Why are you making so many enemies on the pod? You're calling out British people? I sit, sit there with a straight face and tell me that British people aren't some of the ugliest breed of humans on the planet. Uh, we have a couple British listeners, so I'm not going to do so, that. So they know what's up. I'm just saying. Anyway, the face choices are... <laughs> Our British person, like somebody, like something out of Beetlejuice where they stretched a motherfucker's head out and gave him bad teeth. And then uh, you got black people and Asian, and that's pretty much it. Wait, it doesn't have to be a specific race, because I, I think you can just make yourself white or whatever. Yeah, I mean, you can change your skin tone, but just like the facial features. I mean, you can, you know, you can tell they're British because their faces are like 10 miles long and their teeth are all fucked up. You know, when I think of British people, I literally just think of Fable. <laughs> okay yeah, yeah. yeah fable what no nah, i don't know what i think about fucking ugly ass people right i guess in fable everybody's pretty cartoony uh yeah but uh yeah and then you can change your skin tone and all that um you can also change your voice even though everyone also sounds kind of british too they all have an accent right oh i mean there's a i think each i think each like character class has like two british option and then one miscellaneous and everyone's different uh like the ogren one is like a russian dude and then the i think the um the zealot is like a real super deep african sounding dude and then i can't remember what the other ones are you made a veteran yeah and the first match i played because you can just quick play and just auto queue um which is a godsend uh i it was me a veteran tiny little lady uh and it was three ogres with me so i was just this i was like well at least i never have to wonder which one my teammate is because this game is dark like you cannot see a goddamn thing you're seeing a lot of silhouettes oh one thing to note about the game is also you see everybody's character names not their gamer tag when you drop in the match yeah so my name was thuddo which I got from the <laughs> generator, and I thought that's the I can't top it. Thuddo, the Ogren. Uh, yeah. So like like Nave was saying, this game is 
dark as piss. Um, your flashlight's always on, though. Yeah, you're like super dim. Looked like you just ran through like a mob of mosquitoes flashlight. And then yeah. but the, but with the veteran, one Duracell battery in it. And it's the wrong size battery. Yeah, it's pointed <laughs> the wrong way. Fuck. But, uh, but the veterans, uh, I, there's a couple of different guns like the LAS gun, the recon LAS gun, and I think the outer rifles. They have an yeah. actual uh, flashlight toggle, which is just, you know, only the veteran class has access to that. Oh, wait, no, actually, uh, so would the Zealot, now that I think about it. But, uh, yeah, but, like, certain guns will give you, as opposed to having, like, a better alternate fire, they have something to just give you better visibility. Just which better flashlight. You wouldn't think is that big of a deal, but it is actually very helpful in this game. It is dark as piss. And it's very, um, uh, what was uh, Louisiana Monster Game called? Hunt Showdown. Hunt Showdown, yep. It's very hunt showdown of them. But uh, one thing that I will say in defense of it being very dark, uh, I think is absolutely kind of a stylistic choice because this game takes place in a hive city. And for those that are unfamiliar with the Warhammer universe, uh, very densely populated planets, uh, the populations will live in what they call hive cities. So instead of being a city of different buildings, it is one giant superstructure building and basically the cities are located inside of it it is like impossibly massive like the size of texas some of these things are like they are absurdly massive and super deep they go underground like you don't know you know you're looking up down what you know like you can look yeah. straight up as far as the eye can see and technically there's a ceiling up there and it's just another level of a city-sized dome structure, you know. Yeah, so and it's all like, premises, it's like we're the Midgar. losers they send down there. No, it's more like Coruscant. I don't know. Yeah, what that, that's referencing. Uh, what is that? Lord of the Rings. Wars. Yeah. Uh, fuck, I had a fifty-fifty. Is real close. No, in Lord of the Rings, they got uh, I don't know, the dwarf mines or something. <laughs> they dug too deep. But basically, that, and that's one thing I will say is that I absolutely love. Is I think they freaking nailed the aesthetic of this game of because like one one term you'll hear thrown around a lot with the warhammer universe especially 40k is grimdark people like to say grimdark uh and i think they did encapsulate that pretty well in this and uh because everything's super like industrial cramped dark and shitty like everything sucks like you can just tell everything sucks it's like wow people live and work here and then when they die, they probably just get their body shoved into a furnace, you know? And you're like, I dig it, you know? Yeah, except a lot of the places we go, these seem like places people would be working, but we never see any civilians. It's always overrun by the denizens of the deep, which it makes kind of... I miss the rats, honestly. Do the rats ever show up again? No, so those are strictly... Uh, fantasy or age of sigmar there's got to be space rats so technically the you could argue the hered or uh, there's like one or two things that could be potentially space skaven but i was uh, gonna okay. say i thought there was a, a game about that that was the 40k but there was the rats but i don't remember what game i'm thinking of there's a million of these fucking games now yeah. i don't know the rats are my favorite thing about warhammer something about a rat army of just like it's like goblins but what if grosser you know and yeah. they have rat ogres. It's great. I don't know. There's the the fucking the guy with the net. I'm a big fan of him. Just like, <laughs> when I walk around a corner and he's just like you, and he just gets me <laughs> the net, and I'm like, no, the net. 
<laughs> or so no, like, you're talking about the rat catcher dude, or are you talking about no? Well, on, on, on it's the same Dark character, Tide. but no, yeah, I mean Dark the, the rat well, catcher would literally put a hook around your neck and start dragging you away, you off. Yeah. yeah. At least well, this dude, dude just leaves you there. Yeah, and then everyone just fucking, beating you up on the ground while you you're in the net. Dude, a fucking I literally the last run that I did today, uh, a net guy almost wiped us. Like he got one guy, and the and then another guy ran back to get him, and then he got netted, and I ran back there, and I was like, "What's going on here?" And I started, like, and then I got netted, and I'm like, "Oh no!" Like I'm like looking at the other guy, like 20 feet away. Like I swear to God, if this guy gets netted as well. Yeah, there's so many times I, like I'd get netted next to you, Nave, and I'm like, Nave, help me! Or like, it, like a different troll would run in and just grab me and start pounding me and beating the shit out of me. And I'm like, Nave, help me! No, I'm getting whooped as I'm also a giant troll. So yeah. I will, I will say, when I get netted, I don't just get netted once or twice a game. I get netted thirty fucking times a game. It's just like <laughs> they, they just are looking for you. It's like you get the smell on you, and all the all the net people clan are like. That's the, That's guy. the guy. Fucking yeah. get him. It's like wasps, man. That's what they put pheromones on you, and then they're like, "That's the one we have to kill." They get you marked. And uh, I will say one thing about the game is, uh, like, there are if anybody played Vermintide, it's a lot like that, where it's mobs of little dudes and yeah, left for with with special people sprinkled in, right? And uh, all those special people typically, when they spawn and right before they do something, there will be an audio cue. Like there's these dogs that work like the assassin rats where they'll they're real fast. They'll sneak up on you, jump on you, and then you're pinned. You can't free yourself. A teammate has to free you, uh, but they'll do an audio cue before they jump. There'll be a loud like snarl and you're like, oh, fuck, somebody's about to get jumped. So uh, and that's one thing that I, I like about the game because you can't have eyes everywhere all at once. And if you're not playing with people with like mics, nobody's telling you it's like, oh, hey, there's a there's a charger coming in or whatever. Yeah. So uh, those audio cues are really nice. Uh, the only problem is that the uh, the net dudes don't have one that I know of. So they'll just sneak in in a mob of guys and just fucking net you from the group. And so I, I <laughs> they are the bane of my existence, those fucking net guys. When you talk about team yeah. play, this game definitely hammers home the team requirement because like it didn't matter so much in Vermintide. Like we were always sprinting around doing our own thing in there. Only, you know, it's better to be with a team. Same with Left 4 Dead. But this, you get significant bonuses when you're near teammates. Like, every ability has, like, a subtext. It's like, hey, when I hit someone with a heavy attack, all nearby teammates in cohesion can get increased melee damage or just something along those lines. Or you regenerate health just by being near teammates. But in this, it's uh, toughness, which they took from the... Or they took... It's based on the tabletop game. Like, you have to get through the toughness before you can do... Health point damage, which I saw that. I'm like, hey, I've played a game at this point. <laughs> like, Nave, pay attention here. This is relevant. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The uh, the toughness thing, I actually like that better than how they had it on Vermintide, where it was just a health bar and you just took damage. Instead of this, it's a, it's a regenerating meter that they have to completely knock down. Then they start doing health damage. And uh, I like that. I like that a lot more because yeah. it means you can get in more engagements, and your uh, your allotment of mistakes is higher than if you just had a health bar. Because like, I don't you know. Because can... it like what? So one thing that we were talking about when we were talking about Vermintide Left 4 Dead is that it's hordes and hordes of enemies. But I would say that this game has significantly less enemies than you would typically see in Vermintide or Payday or anything like that. And but I think that. 
the enemies do way more damage, even on the lowest difficulty. I can get if I so my character. I, I probably just have a unique experience, but my character, the way I was specking him, is I wanted to be farther away from the, the enemies because it gave me a damage bonus. So I was always in the back, but occasionally enemies would spawn from behind me, and I would lose, like, almost all of my health every time that ever happened. I'd just almost die or would die. And it's because, like, it only takes, like, three people to sneak up on you before you realize, oh, shit, my toughness is gone and my health bar is also halfway gone now. I better react. Yeah, and I would say that's absolutely, like part of the game like because it's kind of set up where it's like you gotta be fucking pretty much glued to your friends in this game uh because you're one for your cohesive cohesion bonuses and two uh one little dude is behind you and like you know one hit from the lowest level of guy like that most characters that's gonna knock a quarter of your toughness off just any hit that connects does an absurd amount of damage well you can block so you can always just block it, you know? I yeah, but never I, noticed. I don't know, like, as an Ogryn, like, I didn't really, like, I regen toughness whenever I was doing heavy attacks. So it's like, I was always wanting to get as close as possible to every enemy. And what sucked is when I walk in a room, and there's two machine gun guys or a flamer just, like, on the other side of the room, and I'm like, oh, no, I have to walk slowly towards <laughs> them. I really wish someone would shoot these guys as I'm just pinging the ping marker, be like, please, someone shoot this. Well, I mean, you have a gun. Yeah, but why would I use the gun when the melee weapons are so good? <laughs> so it's kind of like why the dude invented the first bow. He was like, man, I want to stab that guy, but he's all the way over there. You know? <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. I think one thing that we were talking about earlier, too, is that if you're not if you're playing with people that aren't talking. But uh, I only pl- I mean, I play with Philip, but that's the only person that I was ever communicating with. But my experience, I pro- I'm level like 11. So that means I probably played like eight to ten games i don't know how the scaling and experience works but oh i never really had a game where i didn't have a team that was actively working together i was usually the one that was fucking things up like yeah, i was we, usually we talked about this in like up. the last episode but nave almost got me kicked from a game because he kept shooting the explosive barrels that were next to our teammates and killed them like three times they voted to kick me because they thought it was <laughs> me i guess or something i yeah. don't know so i i will say like Adam came over earlier today because I had painted some models for him. Uh, and we were bitching a, about uh, the barrels and how fucking far they will launch you if you get hit by one. It's so funny. It's so funny, dude. Because like, and sometimes you'll just get blasted off a ledge and you're just dead. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what happened to those guys. I was just fucking, it drives me nuts. Because I'm like, man, that's just a quarter of the team gone. Now we we might wipe because I was standing three feet in the wrong direction and I got fucking catapulted across the map, just bypassed all the safety rails and I've just fallen into the abyss. Dude, those safety rails are annoying too because I'm like, I'm trying to jump from like a stair to a window nearby and I'm pretty sure I can make the jump. The second I touch the rail, my guy goes, oh, God, and starts hanging <laughs> off the ledge. And meanwhile, I'm like, you could literally, like, switch ledges and reach the other side. Like, it's like from here to the desk, you know, of how small this gap is. And my giant ogre is falling down it. And I'm like, if only the tiny veteran lady would come help me. And then Nave just pulls me up. He's like, there you go, buddy. <laughs> what are you doing over there? Yeah. We're going to kill these enemies. I'm only eight times your size. <laughs> oh, man. But before I forget, uh, speaking of the ogre, and about the uh, the ogren weapons 
uh my favorite fucking ogren weapon is the breakover like grenade launcher except it's not a grenade launcher it's a shotgun have you gotten that one no like so many of the ogren weapons are so weird looking because it's just like blast rifle mark one blast rifle mark two and i'm like okay i'll try to mark three it's another shotgun and then i try i'll try the mark two it's another shotgun but slightly different And i'm like are these just all shotguns uh like three quarters of his guns are shotguns yeah which but, is fine but it's like a, a cannon yeah. So like the the fucking the my favorite shotgun in the world. I didn't realize it was my favorite shotgun until I played this game. But it's like, yeah, everybody knows the classic breakover, you know, tube grenade launcher. Yeah. You know, except they just didn't put a grenade in it. That's just a big shotgun shell. <laughs> it's a slug. It's just the fucking like a four gauge shotgun shell. It just does like a billion damage, but it's just one shot. Oh, you um, use one glorious dude this game is incredibly gory like especially when i did use my shotgun like you just blow people in half when you shoot them <laughs> you just disintegrate i'm like oh that's so good this game feels good to play like i feel like we've played some trash this year and so to pick this up and actually have a good time it's nice it was funny too when we first were playing uh our first mission we were just like i'm what is this what is this feeling that i'm feeling right now <laughs> so i'm weird. smiling which, speaking of playing trash games, Nave, I found out they have net play on Retroarch. So it's like another way to parsec. But oh, I man. don't think it puts any load on the client systems, just on whoever's hosting it. So we might be able to make something work like that and play some older trash games. <laughs> okay. Frogger? Oh, no, I don't want to play Frogger. Can we yeah, play something I, like fun? No. All right, let's see what else we got in here. The game modes, they like time out much like Payday 2, where it's like you go to the map and there's like a clock ticking. And we didn't unlock them all because we only reached level like, I don't know, eight or nine or something like that, right? I don't even know what level we were. Oh, it's 10. I'm probably going to keep playing too, so. Yeah, so those higher levels, like what's with the timers? Does it matter? So the timer is for the mission in the middle it's called like a maelstrom mission or yeah. something and it, it that is what actually will change and it'll be like uh it'll be a different mission it'll be one of the surrounding missions but with modifiers okay. so it's it's like a fucking pretty difficult raid because the uh the elite enemies have a chance of when you kill them they turn into a fucking super enemy so like a chaos spawn or a plague ogren one of the health bar ones yeah so like you'll just be fighting your way through and one dude just turns into a spawn and you're like, like here we go you're like damn it and you get him most of the way dead and then another dude turns into a spawn and you're like fuck me which i do appreciate those like chaos spawns or those uh giant i forgot what they're called just like the the weird sex <laughs> disgusting demon things uh beast of nurgle beast of nurgle that's it like i appreciate how those aren't in every mission so we just been playing one and one popped up and i'm like what the fuck is this you know because we played like eight to ten missions or so and we only saw one beast of nurgle and one chaos spot in the mm. in that whole time well whenever like obviously they throw them in more at the higher difficulty oh, stuff but also like one thing that they they throw in once you hit like level 30 and start doing like the the heresy and the damnation level missions <laughs> they'll just throw clumps of special enemies at you so instead of like one charger or one flame guy it'll be like three of them come in a group and you don't realize how much of a pain in the fucking ass it is until like 
you have four of those charging dudes that pick you up and throw you, and they're just <laughs> running around throwing the whole team. It God, fucks so everything. Just playing up. Mario tennis with your body. <laughs> like no, I was thinking about the stupid net guys. Like three net oh guys roll God, at once and just yeah. net everybody. Like ah, I gotta catch them all. Oh, man, even on the lowest difficulties, there would they would throw like two or three berserkers at you at once, and that would just instant. That oh, would just be the death. Yeah, I would just die. I'm like, oh, I can't fight these guys. I can't even kill one of them before they murder me. Yeah, well, I, did you guys play? Because you were the ogre, right? Yeah, I was ogre. You did the veteran, right? Yeah, veteran. So damn. So neither of you guys got the pleasure of playing as the psyker. Is it the wizard? Yeah. So like the one. the lowest health and toughness. Like you know the big ogre dudes are the guys with the chain axes. They yeah. have they all have armor and they do like the overhead attacks. Like you get hit with one of those and it's just it's curtains for your psyker. Just instantly dead. Time. Like. Have all the time, I'll just be not looking in that direction. Then my guy's just like, Ugh! <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, uh, it's, it's rough, dude. Played as a psyker, pure support character, or so you can do like pure support or glass cannon, but I think they're a lot more effective doing support. Yeah, that way, when you die in one hit, it's not a big deal. Yeah, yeah, and also, dear listeners, if you're playing as the psyker and you're using the fucking heat seeking dart ability, you're an asshole. Like, Oh, we had one of those. Yeah, no, yeah. it's a, it's a pain in the ass because so like it's cool. It's very effective because you don't have to look at things. You're just throwing these things out. And they're going and killing people, but they're killing all the really weak dudes that your team uses to regenerate their toughness in a fight a lot of the time. <laughs> so like, you know, you're killing these dudes off and then your guys are like, damn it, I need to kill a little dude so I can get some toughness back. But there's nobody around because you keep fucking heat seeking them from across the map. It's like the jungler going up and stealing Nasus's top farm. Yeah, <laughs> Nasus is like, I just I need, need to kill. I really yeah. need these. If you would mind not coming up here ever again. <laughs> I feel like it's more like ARAM where it's like, all right, I just want to life steal a little bit. And just then Maokai decides he's going to just cue the wave. And it's like, why Maokai? You're a tank. It's, you don't need they're the minions. Oh, whatever. All right. So we are a little pressed for time. I know I hear a baby screaming in the distance. <laughs> so do we have any prime meat points you really want to hit? I will say, like, to the game's credit, each class... Uh, very unique. Everything feels different. When you're playing as the Ogren, you really do feel huge because you are you're huge. like your camera is a couple of feet above everybody else's. Like it feels really good. Uh, the only problem is that you're also fucking massive, so you're in everybody's way all the time. <laughs> yes, yeah, God fucking damn it. Constantly getting shot. Like, no, shoot him, no, shoot him. He's like, I can't shoot past you. I mean, while I just yeah. keep seeing the, the green flash or whatever when a teammate is shooting you. Or is it? Yeah, that's the thing because it's like. It's like uh, I'm pretty sure the laser guns don't for the veteran don't go through in, uh, teammates, but I think that the bullet guns do. I'm because I definitely kill people through teammates, but I'm assuming that when you get to higher difficulties, it hurts your teammates. I'm assuming. Is there friendly fire hmm? in the higher difficulties? I don't think so. Oh, that's not like bad, I think they just completely took it out because of how much you shoot your teammate, <laughs> especially yeah. like God help you if there's two fucking ogrins on your team, like you're just gonna Dude. be shooting them in the back. This fucking iron curtain in front of me, you can't <laughs> see past. Uh, like, but, that's uh, always what I did. I would see where Philip was, and I'd just shoot Philip over and over again because I knew the enemies were underneath him somewhere. Yeah, as I was just swinging my pickaxe back yeah. and forth. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, like, every class feels really unique. Uh, the feel of the game, I, I love the aesthetic. I really dig it. Uh, I mean, I give this game a, 
you know, two thumbs up. I'm a huge Warhammer fan. Oh, so save it for the final oh, words. Wait, is that not what we're doing here? No, the oh, music plays. Boom, 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 boom. My apologies. All right, cut, and we're back. Final words time. We're not cutting that out. So go on with what you were saying. <laughs> right on. So I give this game two thumbs up. I was already a huge Warhammer fan, so I was kind of doomed to do this anyway, I think. Uh, yeah, and, and just in a game sense, like if you dug Vermintide or Left for Dead or whatever or else. Back for Blood or in a Crisis, in a Cruises. Or we love calamari. Uh, you're gonna <laughs> like this game, and you should definitely play it. And also consider maybe fucking get into the tabletop because that's where this shit comes from. And if you don't want GW to go under, so they don't have to, I don't know. You will get no more GW licensed games now that they figured out how to make good GW fucking video games. You know, spend some fucking money. Yeah. But if the, what you're saying, what you're saying is if they made like a Baldur's Gate, but for Warhammer and it was like perfect, you would you would still play the tabletop. Absolutely. Like mm-hmm. and they had like custom campaigns and stuff where you could go in like Solasta, which is not on Game Pass anymore. Rest in peace. But you can have like custom campaigns. Yeah. And, so uh, all cool so stuff. like so like actually playing is only like a quarter of the hobby. I mean, for me, like everybody's a little different. You know, I, I think I'm pretty well-rounded and it's, it's like because there's different aspects of the hobby. It's like building, painting, playing. I enjoy fucking all of it quite a bit. Painting maybe a little bit more than everything else. So whenever I go play, it's I just want to put my I don't care if I fucking win or lose. I just want to put my fucking models on the table because I worked really hard on them. And, you know, hopefully have a good game, not play with somebody who's a complete meta chasing cheese dick, you know. You know who me? I'm talking about. I know who you're talking about. Me, probably. That's probably <laughs> what I would be doing. But, uh, you know, just getting out there and chatting. You know, fuck my buddy BJ, when we play, dude, I, so he was moving to Houston a while back. Uh, that dirtbag. We got all the boys together, started early, got fucked up, went to the place, set up a game, huge game, fucking 10,000 points of stuff on the table. Didn't get past the first movement phase because we were all just fucking smoking and joking too much, you know? But like that's that's what you're doing, you know. It's like if you're having fun, that's all that matters. Is we weren't actually even playing; we were just fucking around so much we got nothing done for like ten hours. It's like golf for nerds. <laughs> Do you know that's what I was thinking. Like, yeah. like, what other ways can we describe this? That's perfect. All right, Nate. Final words. This game is fucking awesome. I'm gonna keep it on my hard drive. I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna play a couple of classes. Probably gonna beat the campaign with one of them. I don't know. Something about, like, I don't know. This is definitely what I wanted Back for Blood to be. Dude, that's you know? what I was going to say, too. I'm like, man, this is just the good Back for Blood. Like, this is what I was waiting for. Yeah, I'm, I'm really I'm really happy about it. And I also have the Payday game as well. I'm still kind of goofing around with, too. So I, I'm really living the life right now as far you, as, like, these types of games. You guys need to fucking invite me when you're playing. Apparently, you've been playing, and I just never got We play invite. at, like, 8 p.m. at night, and I guess you're asleep or doing nerd stuff. It's studying up in fucking college. I'm in fucking college. What? You're not in real college. Yeah, I'm in online college. Ah, yeah, yeah. I deliver mail. Got a fucking NBU. It's pretty nice. What? <laughs> you fucking, what? This fucking dude. okay. I don't want to talk about it. I hate it. <laughs> nah, because you you work for uh, United States Postal Service, right? So I don't know. That's the, yeah. you work for the government, so I guess <laughs> so, I, I don't. Yeah, government don't, workers don't actually work. I don't so much envy you. I'm pretty sure I'm sick because of like it's, it, got, it got slightly cold, and my body was like, "I give up." And then I'm, I'm nice <laughs> have a cold for the past week. 
It's probably because of the anthrax and the in the letters. Yeah, the fucking around. skooma or whatever the fuck these kids are putting in their letters. <laughs> the skooma? Isn't right. that the drugs from Oblivion? Yeah. That and uh, what was the green icor or whatever? The one from Shivering Isles? I don't know. All I all I remember from Shivering Shivering Isles is fucking Shigora. Yeah, but one of his uh, his dukes, the Duke of Madness or whatever, was just high all the time. And you had to help him get his supply. That was the whole quest. I need to replay that shit. Because I, I definitely have it. I can just re-download it. Alright, and with this, JP, thank you for coming out. I know it's late. You dragged your wife and your kid over to record a podcast about Warhammer games and talking about miniatures and everything else. Are you okay? Uh, yeah, no, <laughs> no obviously. This is, yeah. this is not the, the worst thing I've drugged them to. <laughs> What's the I, worst thing you drug him to then? To an actual Warhammer store while I play Warhammer, and she's sitting over there like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" <laughs> Wait, did you, did you have the experience of like all the nerds in the in the shop were like, "Whoa, a girl!" Everyone, look, a girl over there. So like, uh, not really, like I do know that I don't know. That's kind of like a uh, what's like a meme, you know, but. Like, you know, she would be over there hanging out and she was friends with the people I was friends with. So everybody knew each other. So everything was like, she pretty really cool. paying attention. Yeah. I could just touch bored as fuck for like, you know, four <laughs> yeah. or five hours all over there fucking being an idiot. But, uh, well, I've definitely had that situation <laughs> back whenever I was dating Madeline, like me and Maddie, every Saturday would go down to that car shop. And there was this one guy occasionally would show up and I swear I'm not fucking around. He was a Redditor. Like he would come up and he'd be like, oh, you look great, my lady. Like, and I'm just like, oh, you're, you're what? And he's just like, he's like, I love the color of your hair. It mixes well with your shirt, the color of your shirt. And she's like, oh, thank you. It's, it's creeping her the creeps. And I'm just like, dude, I'm right here. Like, yeah, what am I going to do? Like, <laughs> like, I don't know. This guy has a mental problem him? or something. I'm fucking like, it's weird. <laughs> like, he's, he's, he's very weird. It's like Chris Chan doing something weird. It, like, would you hit Chris Chan? No, I don't want to touch that. Yeah, but, I don't want to touch him either. That's exactly the point. I didn't want to touch him. He was so a Magic like, the Gathering player. Ah, that, that explains it. But uh, one thing, <laughs> one thing that I have no, like so I've seen multiple examples of. It's dudes will have like kind of hot girlfriends or whatever, you know, and they'll bring them in there, and it takes a certain type of lady, but they know that they're the hottest person in there, and that these are all a bunch of neckbeards, and so they kind of start doing things. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it, to draw attention to themselves, it's like because they just really dig the attention. I've definitely seen that before too. I've seen more examples of that than anything else. You think maybe it's Texas? Everyone's more confident in Texas because in Oklahoma, uh, it's it's the other way around. It seems. I don't know. It just gets on my fucking nerves because I'm like, "Bitch, will you put your tits up?" I'm I'm actually trying to fucking play. I've only got <laughs> I'm three trying to play hours to right play over here. I need you to stop distracting all my fucking yeah. beard. Well, no, well, it's like it's like you're at a detriment if you if you're on the side of the table that's facing her. It's like you know you have the sun in your face basically because you can't stop looking over there. You're like, damn, she looks good. Oh fuck, no! I gotta pay attention to the zombie horde that I gotta chainsaw. I don't know what you do in Warhammer. That that is something you do in Warhammer, absolutely. Oh, chainsaws. All right, with that, Nave, what are we doing next week? God, I don't fucking know, man. Yeah, I don't have much on the, the list of stuff we're supposed to be doing. Maybe a listening together. We haven't done one of those in a while. <coughs> I don't know. I don't know. We'll figure it out. And with that, thanks for joining us this week, co-partners. Maybe next time we can all be spawns of Nurgle together. Whatever yeah, it is. Dis- disappoint your celestial father. <laughs> 
no matter you. how hard you try. You can say bye to you. No. 